You are listening to the Critical Mass Radio Show, Orange County's business talk show focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies with your host, Richard Franzi. And welcome to this edition of Critical Mass Radio Show and Podcast, and boy, do we have a good one planned for you. I am your host, Richard Franzi, and this is podcast episode number 1,213, and it's our interview number 1,527. You know, we've been on the air since 2009, and we're the longest-running business podcast here in Orange County, California. Having a strong social media presence to represent your firm can be a game-changer to making it big. From eye-popping social media content to a specific online image, Lighthouse Graphics does it all. Josh Wilhelm is here, and I've invited him specifically to share more about himself and the firm. Welcome to Critical Mass Radio Show and Podcast. Thank you, sir. It's good to have you here. Appreciate you having me. Okay, let's let's get this party started then. <laughs> Why don't you uh, tell us a little bit about Lighthouse Graphics, what makes kind of you guys unique in the industry and in the minds of your clients and prospects? Sure. All right. I was thinking about this as as you're bringing it up. I, I think really for us, it's we're a web agency that focuses on design development, a strong expertise in marketing. We take that and we pair it with uh, kind of outside the box thinking along with the latest technology to create really custom, unique uh, solutions for our clients. Your industry is so fast moving. It's It seems to me that what worked few weeks ago or a month ago or got a year ago isn't as effective as it is any longer, right? It's not. And it, in fact, on that note, I mean, when I went to art school and, you know, Photoshop, I think it was 1.0 had just come out. I mean, it's, it's you know, escalated way since then. Right. But it was changing even at that point so fast that I was like, you know what, I'm not going to go into student loan debt for all this when my teachers are practically learning this before they come right into the classroom. <laughs> so I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to go do the School of Hard Knocks and okay. and learn on my own and get all the experience I can working for other plenty of different types of design firms all over different medias and expertise. So, so how is it and what is it that is your kind of originating competitive advantage that you're using it kind of within your firm for the long-term success? You know what? I, I don't think it's so much a competitive advantage. It's what we have is really what's always been there in my mind. It's really it's understanding who your clients are, right? what their needs are, uh-huh. and then understanding their clients and how they're trying to get in touch with them. Uh-huh. With that, it, it all stems back to kind of thinking about it. It's, it's I grew up in my grandfather's radiator shop in Costa Mesa. Oh my so, goodness! So, born and raised Orange County, I can I can proudly raise my hand to sure. say that. Very few uh, can actually say that. But I grew up watching him interact with clients, just one on one, building personal relationships, where he was their trusted mechanic. So, anytime they had problems, anytime there were issues, even outside of his radiator expertise, mm-hmm. they came to him first. And they trusted him enough to know that if he says, nope, you don't need that, they don't need it. So they, that's why they kept referring. And he had a very successful business for all those years, many, many years. Um, so I've adopted those core principles and those philosophies into our business, not knowing it, obviously, at the time. But really just treating those, I mean, it, it kind of stems to the golden rule. 
treat others as you mm. want to be treated. Okay. Um, you know, I heard my my kids were watching uh, DuckTales the other day. They said the golden rules, those that have the gold make the rules. Mm-hmm. It's not quite like that. I, right. I had to correct them to say, no, it's, it's, <laughs> it's not. The influence of TV. <laughs> exactly. No, it, it's treating others as you want to be treated. Right. Whether it be from a customer standpoint, client, patient, however you want to refer to them, it really is, it's about treating them as you want to be treated. Well, you know, I find that very informative and interesting, maybe even gongable, because um, what you're saying is that regardless of the industry, being a... You're going to play it? Go ahead. So our loyal listeners, though, right out of the gate here with Josh Wilhelm, we got a gong on the show, so that means go back in time and re-listen <laughs> to kind of what he was talking about relative to, the, to his grandfather's shop. Regardless of what the service or product is, if you can become the trusted source to the client, because like in car repair, in web design and marketing, there's a lot of unknowns. Sure. And there are a lot of people who will sell you things you don't need, right? Yeah. I think the parallels, while that's a completely different space and sure. time, I can see the pr- underlying principles are kind of consistent, right? Absolutely. I mean, I I would say if we were to record every conversation with clients, almost every single call has at some point saying, you don't need to spend money on that. <laughs> go, um, are you sure? <laughs> yeah, and exactly. And it, it, it becomes oftentimes Hello. where people are saying, wait, you're not going to push me to go this route or right. others have told me that I needed it. No, I mean, if you've got, just because you have the money to spend doesn't mean that you should spend it on whatever someone else is advising you. Yes. You know, take a look. And again, that that's what roots back to our core philosophy for us is understanding what the client is needing. Mm-hmm. They oftentimes don't even know. Right. Or know how to get it done with the platform and technologies right. that you're aware of, right? You're consultative selling. I, I mean, I, I can take my car to a, a mechanic and say, I think I need this because it's making this weird sound. Right. I could be way off. Right. And the same goes for... Especially in this day and age when cars aren't what they used to be. My son-in-law has this Toyota with a couple hundred thousand miles on it and the check engine light came on. And so he and I, over the weekend, we're looking at it. And it's a pretty simple layout, right? You know where the carburetor is and sure. the air intake is. And it you can actually touch things and physically, mechanically make them operate. Where in today's cars, you put a, open up the hood, you go, what the heck? And that's what's in your world today, too, right? Well, yeah. I mean, you hit it earlier is technology is advancing so fast. I mean, it's just the equivalent of cars and technology. It's the same kind of thing. But, you know, it was interesting when kind of talking with recently some of our clients, one of which has actually been on your show before. Yes, he has. More than once. <laughs> He's a Rodney, good man. Yeah, Rodney and Randy yes. over at Care Partners. Love them. Um, I reached out to them, and it's always good to get that validation of, what you perceive to be reality, but also get that back from your right. clients. And I asked them, I said, you know, what is it that draw or, or ended up being the source that drew you to us? Why did you choose us over yeah, right. our competitors? Good question. And his answer was great. I mean, it was, you got to know us. You came into our office. You got to understand who we were. You sat down when you really didn't have to. You could have just sold it right over the phone hmm. and said you came in, took the time to really get to know us. Wow. Good for you. Good to ask your clients why they did business with you. So That's an, If I didn't already gong it, I'd have you gong it again, but we can't be too many because then <laughs> it dilutes the value of them. I know, audience, but trust me, asking your clients why they chose to do business with you can be so illuminating. Absolutely. Especially if you're not as involved in the front-end process, or maybe you just don't realize what's going on. So let's move on. Um, you talked about your clients. Is there, 
a successful niche or an area where you focus Lighthouse Graphics on, the type of clients, markets, segments, something that you can share with us? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we primarily focus on the B2B world, so businesses doing business with others. Okay. Uh, they're usually providing services of some type, so examples okay. would be CPAs, uh, lawyers, uh, I mean, there's a plethora of right. uh, different services. You out know, there. if you're out there, if you're one of them. <laughs> yes. Right. Um, they usually have, they've been around for at least 10 years or more. Okay. So they have a healthy respect for been there, done that. They tried Craigslist back in the day for finding a web person and got burned mm. really bad from it. Mm -hmm. uh, you're, you're cringing, I, I'm sure. It, well, because I've heard stories where the web designer just ghosts them. Yeah, just disappears. Takes some money and runs. Right. It's, I mean, I would say nine times out of ten throughout the day, we hear some horror story of past experience. Wow. Either they're currently in it or, you know, they they still have the scars to, to right. prove it. But uh, so they have a healthy respect for really what they're uh, looking for an expert to really help them out. And they've got the budget. They don't obviously have uh, Bill Gates and... You know some of the others uh, budget to be able to spend but they have right. a healthy respect for understanding that they need an expert to help them out in these areas that they don't have expertise mm -hmm. so it tends to be businesses that usually have an in-house person uh, as their marketing team okay. if you will okay um, or they have a small team and they're just overrun with requests from everyone which way shape or form with the different departments whether it be sales presentations or brochures or whatever it is and oftentimes it's nowadays especially digital age it revolves around digital footprint out mm -hmm. there for businesses mm -hmm. so that tends to be kind of our primary demographic of clients are are within that that realm did i hear you, it southern geographically is it bound at all or because of what you do and your your setup do uh, you cross the country or? you know it's it's interesting we have a lot of clients that originally reach out to us because of where we're located, a lot of them within Orange County. Sure, it's a big market. And because of one of the sore spots, they've been burned by dealing with someone overseas, possibly. Okay. thinking they get a deal. Or, yeah, getting a deal. Or they it was someone that was the brother of a sister of a, <laughs> you know, someone that a they niece. know. Yeah, yes, I got my niece. That can supposedly uh, do it, and then, uh. th but they're not living close by. I found, you know, kind of jokingly, is clients want to have the satisfaction of being able to reach out and choke you if they need to. <laughs> so uh, we respect that. I, yes. I mean, as many times as they've been burned in the past, right. it, it's totally understandable. What we do is we really build not only for those clients. I mean, we deal with them nationwide, okay. East Coast, West Coast, doesn't matter. But we take, because of the digital tools that we have at our disposal, we try and make that feeling that we're sitting right next to them when we're sure. meeting with them. So we take it to the next level where we don't technically have to, okay. you know, especially after you've earned their trust and right. you've earned their business. But again, it all stems back to having that relationship. You can't have the relationship with someone that you're just talking to over the phone. Right. You know, you want to be able to see their, sure. their mannerisms and their facial expressions. And, right. you know, you get a lot from sure learning do. from that. So Interesting. Let's, let's keep moving on then. This is great. We're talking with Josh Wilhelm. We're talking about Lighthouse Graphics. Uh, I, I'd like you to think about a time, back in time, in your career where you failed at something. I know that's hard to imagine, but maybe there was this time, and that was an important thing to you. Could, I'm kind of putting you on a spot, but can you think of a, explain a circumstance or an event where you, you know, share it with my audience where you, it was difficult at the time, but you learned a valuable lesson from the experience? Yeah. Uh, well, uh, it's 
entrepreneur, small business owner, there's many recollection of mistakes and yeah. you know, you trip and fall many of times. It's right. just it's part of being an entrepreneur. Okay. But thinking about it, for me it really comes down to hiring. And what I mean by that is don't just rush into hiring people. Oftentimes, I think as small business owners, medium business owners, it really doesn't matter. There tends to be crises that you're trying to find the experts to help you out. Yes. And so you go rushing in oftentimes. And the mistakes I've made in the past have been rushing in and hiring the wrong people tend to be friends and family. Mm. One bit of kind of go-to advice I can always say is don't hire off of convenience. Uh, and what I mean by that yeah. is just because you have a friend or a family member that seems to have experience in the area that you need, you oftentimes will ignore the obvious red flag sometimes, or you'll ignore advice from those close to you mm. to say, well, we don't want to hurt your feelings because you have a personal relationship right. with them, but I wouldn't hire them, <laughs> you know? And so you Is often... really who you want to hire? Exactly. So you oftentimes <laughs> are ignoring funny. kind of the red alert, red alert, right. you know, danger Will Robinson kind of thing and escape wherever you can. So... Right. Because um, it's harder once they're in the company, right? Yeah, and not only that. I mean, obviously, for you know laws and everything else, it's, it's difficult. And well, you then also, they're touching your customers, and you know, it's your brand. But and, honestly, I, I think a, a good kind of rule of thumb is if you can't fire the person and continue on with a relationship with them, uh -huh. don't get in it. Wow. You know, don't do it. Right. It, it's, it's one of those things that's like, don't find person to or don't find the job to fit the person mm -hmm. do it the other way around find the best person that fits the job okay you know really focus on i mean nowadays with online and everything else you have the gambit you have the world to be able to pull from right. on resources it's not like it used to be where you know within a certain mile radius you can only pull from talent now you got the world you do especially so. with the way you're set up with your infrastructure so uh we're, we're moving through a set of questions here and i love to ask the unintended consequence since my latest book deals with them but explain a strategic decision josh that you made that had an outcome that was different than what you thought or your team had intended it to be do you mm. have one i think kind of Rolling off of what I was previously talking about with not hiring, you know, off of convenience. You know, we, we had recently kind of come off a couple, we were licking our wounds from a couple bad experiences of hiring <laughs> a whole team. And we were a little, you know, just kind of shell-shocked and just, or we needed the help though. And so we took a different philosophy. We're like, you know what, we're going to really take our time. We really need someone yesterday. Yes, work needs to be done. But we're going to take a different approach. You know, it's not going to work if we keep repeating the same thing and we're going to keep getting the same results. Sure. So took it really slow in finding the right people. Uh, we also decided to take it a little bit different once we figured we'd find the right people that we would take the introduction of work and really get them trained properly. Well, we didn't realize it at the time, but taking the time to really go through a very thorough vetting process with uh, the new team members, uh -huh. that we actually attracted the ideal candidates we were looking for. Oh, wow. Those that had 
what we all had on the team, which is, you know, like-minded philosophies and really treating others like you would want to be treated, things yeah, like that. Your culture. Yeah, exactly. And um, it turned out that it, it attracted the right type of team members that we were looking for. And so much so that I was hesitant at first at giving them the workload that we were wanting to give them. I wanted to give it dump it on them and say, okay, go, go to town. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, I was really kind of holding back because I, I didn't want to freak them out and go, oh, well, this is way too yeah, much. But they actually have helped just this year. Our first two quarters uh, have been the best that this company's ever seen. Yeah. So, Woo-hoo. I mean, it, and it's a direct result. It can actually be monetized based off of their okay. direct efforts. Well, that's a positive so, unintended consequence yeah, then. very positive. They happen. That's they one of the three Dr. Merton said was a positive effect. Absolutely. All right, well, we have a few minutes left here on Critical Mass Radio Show and Podcast, and I'm wondering if you could share with our audience where you get outside perspective and insights to help you lead and grow Lighthouse Graphics, sir. You know, I, I'm a firm believer uh, that... You need to surround yourself with smarter people than you because you don't have all the answers. Okay. So even our team members, all of our team members in some form or another are smarter than I am. Mm. Uh, they have expertise in areas that I'm not going to be a jack of all trades, an expert of none. I'm going to let them be an expert in the key areas that sure. they do really well. So in that respect, they're smarter than me is I, I don't have the same knowledge in the areas that they do. Right. Um, so that's a big piece of it is making sure that our team, especially on a leadership level, is truly made up of those that in a lot of ways are smarter than I am. And I, I'm, I'm the first one to, to admit that, but they're just an excellent team. Mm-hmm. So that's one area. Uh, I subscribe to a couple different uh, webinar services out there. I've I've uh, kind of followed uh, some of the philosophies and concepts of Dave Ramsey with right. Entree Leadership. So, yeah, it, it's you can never learn too much. I mean, you can always learn something at the end of the day. Right. Whether Especially you, as you grow and scale your organization. Exactly. Right? Whether you have amnesia and you just forget it and then you got to re, redo it all over again. But <laughs> um, you, you still, you need to be learning on a daily basis. All right. So let me ask you, my friend, your guiding principle, you know, the core philosophy that you are using to build your unique culture that is Lighthouse Graphics. Can you share with us your guiding principle? Yeah. I, I mean, again, it goes back to treating others as you want. Okay. And when it comes to our our team and really our organization, we all, you know, it's kind of ironic thinking about it, as I said, not to hire friends and family. Well, those that we hire eventually become family. Okay. You know, they are, we're a close-knit group. And even though some of our team members are spread across the country, we all every day love what we do. We're passionate about what we do. So we have common bonds also in that we're all, you know, tend to be parents. So Mm -hmm. we've got kids. Um, And so it it becomes, you know, as, as you add on one team member, you also inherit the other family members that sure come along do. with them. Sure so our family has, you know, exponentially grown from that standpoint. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I love the people we work with. I mean, they're just great, really good people. That so. makes working a little more enjoyable, doesn't oh, it? Oh, I, I mean, it, it's, to me, the cherry on top. Right. Because we get up every day and we all say we love what we do. Well, that's great. That's just a little extra on top of it. Right. So that's great. Uh, two more questions here on Critical Mass Radio Show and Podcast for you. I'm going to have you back in the future. Josh, what's going to be different in one, three, or five years with Lighthouse Graphics? What's your vision? Where are you going? 
You know, I, I won't stop until we've helped out those, the small to medium-sized businesses that truly need our help. Uh, and there's plenty of them out there. So it, it's hard to say because there's always new businesses popping up every right. single day. Right. Uh, but it's my mission to kind of repair the, uh, you know, bad habits that some of the select few have mm-hmm. given our industry a bad name. Right. So, you know, we're, we're constantly picking up clients from East Coast to West Coast, and we'll continue that trend and going into wherever businesses are popping up, we'll be there to help mm-hmm. them out. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I, I, it, it's a never-ending job. Okay. It's never-ending. Well, there's a, there's a lot of country out there, isn't there? There's, there's plenty. And there's a ton of middle market companies. Absolutely. Service providers, as you articulated at the beginning of the interview, that could benefit from working with you at Lighthouse Graphics, right? And, and I even, I say to those that are even in our industry that tre- technically would be our competition, that if you hold your weight and salt and you're good at what you do, there's plenty of a business out there for all of us. Right. So this I mean, abundance mentality then. Absolutely. I mean, it's we work with other businesses that complement us, and we work with others that we complement them. So mm-hmm. there's plenty of plenty of business out there. You treat your customers right. doesn't matter what business you're in. Right. You'll get business. Right. The pie keeps growing. Huh? Absolutely. All right. So if someone would like to learn more about Lighthouse Graphics, how do they find you online? Uh, you can go to our website lhgraphics.com and you can also find us on Yelp too surprisingly enough even a B2B market right is on Yelp so why uh you know what i think with uh, the generational shift and being a lot more comfortable with online and uh-huh. using that as your research platform to start with okay um i mean you you've you've got a younger generation that tends to be in the role of researching yes for that's our true. our yes, services right yeah and they use yelp when they're going checking out the latest restaurant okay. in town so when it pops up organically that hey you got some businesses that are what my colleagues are asking me to look into and it shows up it's a trusted source so it it works do you know that from experience that that is a good platform yelp for you to be on absolutely so it's not anecdotal i mean you're you're in fact so much so back in 2017 yelp actually reached out to us in particular and asked to kind of partner with us on a beta program that they were trying out Uh and it was being able to work with our clients again it, it stems from the building of relationships and getting to know our clients that uh-huh. they asked if we'd be interested in essentially reselling their services. Wow. So they were realizing that the cold calling constantly for businesses was not a, <laughs> a good business model. So maybe, Yeah, maybe they need to augment that with some other things. Maybe need to change it up a little right. bit. So that, that's another teachable moment for high-end service providers such as yourself to consider positioning themselves on Yelp. Absolutely. Wow. Right there at the end of the show. So if you listen to the entire interview, you got a nugget, ladies and gentlemen, in addition to what we started out with. Well, I want to thank you for being a friend of the program, a part of the Critical Absolutely. Mass community, and sharing just a little bit about my, you and what makes Lighthouse Graphics special. My pleasure. Thank you for having it, uh-huh. having me. I mean, it was, it was a pleasurely experience. Yeah, it's so. been fun, right? Yeah, absolutely. I, I told you, ladies and gentlemen, this was going to be a good interview. And I'd like to thank our engineer, Paul Roberts, who stayed in the studio and ran the board the whole time, and our three producers, without whom I could not do this show each week. Joan Park, Crystal Nunley, and our newest producer, Nicole Terry. If you'd like to connect with me, I'd ask we start on LinkedIn. I'm Richard Franzi, F-R-A-N-Z-I. Until the next show, I hope all of your business decisions will move your company in a positive direction. You have been listening to Critical Mass Radio Show Business Talk Show. 
focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies. With your host, Richard Franzi.